0: the united states responds with strikes against iranian targets in syria but it was not a strong response it was not a response of power it was a response of what some fool not understanding will call proportionality. You murdered, killed three American soldiers. Proportionality is 3,000 Iranian soldiers. What can I say? I'm, I'm old school. Oh, no, no. No, sorry. Old school is the wrong terminology. I'm right. That's it. I'm right. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Of course, you have the border legislation that is out, but no one has read it yet. It has been out for less than twenty-four hours. People screaming about it, yelling about it. This was put together by Republican James Langford, Democrat Chris Murphy, Independent Kirsten Cinema. First, she's not an independent. Uh, she's absolutely to the left. That sometimes she does something you like doesn't change where her 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 politics are. That's number one. Number two, uh, the legislation needs to be gone through uh, with, with with a tremendous amount of focus because things that look palatable sometimes need a serious look underneath. And then number three, trusting Chris Murphy is a dangerous, dangerous proposition. I don't trust Chris Murphy, the senator from Connecticut, at all. But until you read the legislation, you're not going to have anything within this that provides you value. Has to get read first. We're going to do that, then we will go over it. That's number one. Number two, there's been this story out about a high school, and this is, uh, speaking of, I think this is Connecticut, where they decided that in the boys' bathroom, they would uh, put in a tampon dispenser, and then, of course, it got destroyed, and people are like, how is this possible? I think uh, the better question is, why, why? Why? Why are you putting a tampon dispenser in a boys' room? I think that's a sure sign that you should fire the principal and you should get rid of uh, your school board. Immediately, if not sooner. Back uh, to the border real quick, because Governor Eric Holcomb was there. Governor Eric Holcomb went to the border putting out statements on uh, X on Twitter about uh, supporting uh, the, uh, Governor Abbott and being supportive of a strong border. We invited Governor Holcomb to be on the show and of course turned us down. Don't ask me why it is that this governor refuses to talk. Why it is that he refuses to have conversations. I mean we are it, it 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 is clearly embarrassing maybe not as embarrassing as it was for these CNN hosts who hearing about all of the assaults in in New York learn from an analyst John Miller chief law enforcement and intelligence uh, analyst for CNN why it is these crimes happen in New York and they don't happen in Florida there is this one percenter you know criminal element that looks at a different opportunity here these individuals I went over their rap sheets yesterday Mm -hmm. multiple charges grand larceny robbery attempted robbery grand larceny grand larceny Uh, this particular crew operated on mopeds and scooters they were doing organized retail theft they were doing snatches on the street iPhones iPads clothing so on and so forth Um, one of them that they are still seeking has ten charges on one day because he's part of a pattern that's been going on. And I'm looking at the dates that their arrest started, which is probably close to when they got here. They've only been here a couple of months. So what the detectives are telling me is they have crews here that operate in New York, do all their stealing, then go to Florida to spend the money and then come back. And I'm like, well, why don't they just stay and steal in Florida? And they said, because there you go to jail. Oh.
1: oh wow. Great reporting. Yeah. Keep us
0: posted Thanks. on This, this is... That was remarkable silence from these two CNN anchors. Turns out that legislation actually having laws against these attacks, actually prosecuting is a deterrent. Turns out it's an actual deterrent. Somebody let Ryan Mears know that, please. That'd be... That'd be great. He's the, he's the prosecutor in, the, in, in Marion County. Uh, it's not going to do anything, but let him know anyway. I don't know. Maybe you'll get him on a good day. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. If Gen X had social media, they would have been like this, but they didn't have social media. They had the key to the house and they were told to make dinner for themselves. Be home when the, when the sun went down and uh, don't be stupid. That's, that's what the whole generation was told. And uh, for the most part, compared to the boomers, compared to millennials, compared to Gen Z, totally normal people. Oh, not all of them. There's some nuttiness, but in the main, normal. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Great to be with you. Find everything at com. If you would, uh, you could be a supporter over there. I'd appreciate it. There's this never-ending um, stream of, of things happening in social media, TikTok, and other places, where millennials, and specifically Gen Z, come to you Like they just discovered something for the very first time. No one else discovered it, and they immediately have to tell you about it. It was like the whole um, lot of reporting about quiet quitting. Quiet quitting was the idea that you went to work and only did the minimum. People have been doing that for years. There's nothing new there. There's nothing new about this concept, but of course they had to name it. And then uh, they came up with out, out loud budgeting. Where somebody says, hey, you want to go to a bar? You want to go do this? No, I can't. I don't have the money for that. So you have to say it out loud so you can stick to your budget. First of all, why do you have to say it out loud? Secondly, you think you're the first person to say, I can't afford it? Do you really think you're the first person to say such a thing? They are convinced they're the first people to ever come up with these philosophies and these ideas. And I assume this is what happens when you have no connection to history, when you've never read a book, when nobody is sharing anything with you. I assume these are the things that happen when you're so self-absorbed, you believe because you say it, it must be true. I engage in commentary day in and day out. You have to decide whether or not you agree or, or you disagree. I'm only a guy giving, giving a theory. Nothing more, nothing less. Well, Tony, that's all they're doing. They're doing their own talk radio show. Is that what they're doing? I don't, I don't know if that's what they're doing. Here's the latest one. This was a story over at Fox News. It's life-changing. That's the, that's the, the headline. It's people on TikTok telling you why you should do trips, like, like vacations, solo. You should go solo. You shouldn't go with other people. I did not know that this was something that needed to be shared. And by the way, there are many times where I agree with this wholeheartedly. You should go experience things. You should go see things. You should go you don't worry about whether somebody else is going to going to do it or interested in doing it. You want to go see a place? Go see it. Why I didn't re- I didn't realize that this is something we had to tell people to do. This is something your parents should be doing. Go see the world, get nutty. Be safe, but go see it. I don't know, there was something about the story that made me just say this is, we've, there, there's a tremendous amount of sharing that goes on. Which is weird because I'm not opposed to the idea of sharing, yet somehow when it happens on social, it just seems, it seems awfully gratuitous. May, maybe I have it wrong. Maybe I'm in the same exact business that they are and people see talk radio as gratuitous. Maybe. I think one is uh, information and entertainment. Another is... I don't know what this is. People don't know that they should just go and experience the world and experience what they want to do, regardless of whether somebody else likes the idea. Maybe I have it wrong. Maybe that's a wonderful message. Because it actually is. Speaking of wonderful messages, the Grammys... The Grammys last night. Now, in any other situation, I wouldn't be paying attention to the Grammys whatsoever. It'd be woke. It'd be ridiculous. It'd be silly. All those things. Because all these award ceremonies are. Oh, and there are plenty of people there. They want peace in the Middle East. If you don't say we want Hamas to stop, you don't want peace. You want Jews destroyed, which is a weird thing to want. Stop being such a bigot. You want terrorism stopped. I'm down with that. Someone actually said to me on social media, who started the terrorists, Tony? You think Israel's existence, that's what started the hatred of Jews? Well, explain the Holocaust then which was before Israel's existence. Oh, you have no explanation. Good. I can dismiss you. Thank goodness. But good things happened at the Grammys. Some very good singing took place. Certainly the Joni Mitchell piece was... I mean, she's 80. But it was... It was... It was good. As a moment, it was good. But Tracy Chapman showed up on the stage to sing Fast Car with Luke Combs. And... As I often state, the world is crazy, but we don't have to be. We usually do it on Thursdays, but today I bring it to you. The Monday TK Music Moment. Because it was really well done. And Tracy Chapman, who has not performed live in, I think, like two decades, she can still do the thing. And the song is excellent, and the talent is remarkable. So roll down your windows, turn up your speakers, take a moment, we don't have to be crazy, and take it in from the Grammys. The song was released in 1988, by the way. Tracy Chapman, Luke Combs, fast car, hit it.
1: Zero, got nothing to lose Maybe we'll make something Be myself, I got nothing to
0: prove You got a fast call I got a plan Inside of here. been working at the convenience store Managed to save just a little bit of money the border ran into the city and you and I can both just finally see what
1: it means to be living See my old man's got a problem Here with yeah, the bottle that's the way it is He says his body's too old for working His body's too young to look like his My mama went off and left him and more from life than he could give I say, somebody's got to take care of
2: him I quit school, that's what I did
0: You got a fast call fast enough so we can fly away We gotta make a decision Leave tonight or leave or die this way
1: When you we were driving, driving in your car streets were passing by like I was drunk City lights lay out before The home of the right around my
0: this up at wibc.com it was good now do i think tracy chapman's gonna get this big revival she's gonna start doing shows again put out music i i don't know but uh but the opportunity is there that much is true bad, is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Fill up on the news presented by Absolute Wealth Management, LLC, the Absolute Wealth Retirement Planning Show, Sundays, 9 a.m., WIBC, WIBC WIBC.com, Dow Futures down 106, NASDAQ Futures down 18, and the rumor mill... Has been going on a bit of overtime.
2: Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Rumor has it.
0: And the rumor mill has been discussing whether or not Congresswoman Victoria Sparts is going to run for re-election. After saying she was not going to run, you've seen people get into the race in the 5th District of Indiana. Now, the question is, has she decided to actually run? for re-election congresswoman victoria sparts joins me right now i appreciate you taking the time to be with us congresswoman are you running for re-election
2: thank you tony good morning i think we decided to make the statement this morning and uh you know as i said you know deciding where duty lies is very difficult but i truly believe and meeting with a lot of people on the ground is a challenging time and. Um, I need uh, people of the 5th District to decide and God decide because I need to deliver for them. And unfortunately, what's happening in D.C. right now, I'm not sure if it's going to happen this Congress. I work very hard. We're still moving some issues, but I haven't seen my Republicans be able to hold the ground. We probably need to have new people in Washington, D.C., especially a new president.
0: So... You're not happy with what you're seeing, which is not an, a, a thing that is odd to hear from a member of, of Congress. And your response now is, I need to run again to help fix it?
2: Well, I've been working very hard to fix it. i worked last Congress. We had to take speaker down. We put a new speaker who actually wants to do things. The other one didn't want to do anything. This one wants to do things, but doesn't know how and really inherited a lot of problems. So I think you know there are very significant issues this country is facing and, and I need I'm not sure if my Republicans will be able to do it this Congress because you know Senate, unfortunately, is very corrupt. You know, president is very corrupt, and he doesn't want to govern. So I cannot abandon some of these issues. We, you know, and I don't see them be able to be resolved. And, you know, I want You to know, I talk to a lot of people, and I think a lot of Americans are frustrated. So I want them to make the choice, and ultimately competition is good. They might have, have some other choices, but I can tell you, I will not let them down, and I'll work hard, but I need to deliver. We have serious National security issues and crises is happening right now.
0: So you are back in this race, uh, Tony Katz, uh, talking to Congresswoman Victoria Sparts of the Fifth District, who is made the decision to run for reelection. It was a very public declaration that you weren't uh, going uh, to run. Does this come on the heels of this border legislation coming out of the Senate, this so-called bipartisan deal with Senator Langford, Republican from Oklahoma, Senator Murphy from Connecticut, Democrat, and Senator Sinema, so-called independent from Arizona? Was was that the the decider, or was there something else going on?
2: There are two big issues, border security and national debt. And unfortunately, this is an issue that's destructive for our country. And unfortunately, we haven't been able to hold the ground as we should the Republicans. Unfortunately, we don't have too many allies in the Senate. And uh, the heart hasn't been as strong. But we have to get stronger. And I need to help to get my colleagues stronger and actually deliver. Uh, because this is not just really something that, you know, just, Happen overnight. This is not just something, you know, that is a small issue. This is a material issue it's been neglected by our institutions. We tried to reform it. We did. We did a lot of reforms. You know, we tried to create policies, task forces. I work extremely hard on a lot of these issues. And I think the speaker still wanted to do it, but I haven't seen him be able to accomplish these things. I haven't been able. And there are different, it's a combination of so things. He inherited some problems, but he's also a good human being but i'm not sure if he's as strong as a fire
0: so let's let's first talk about the, the the speaker of the house uh uh mike johnson Let, let's talk about how uh you, kevin mccarthy was removed you voted in a couple different ways on that sometimes not voting and then uh voting for him when he was speaker of the house then he was um the 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 vote to vacate and he was removed the 3 weeks it took to get a new speaker speaker mike johnson put in who seemingly is not objectionable to anybody in the ways i guess congressman jim jordan Or Congressman Steve Scalise uh, were objectionable to some members of the Republican Party. Is Mike Johnson the leader that the Republicans need to solve, as you call it, the big issues?
2: Well, I think, you know, we cannot just put on land Mike. He inherited a lot of problems, and I think he has the good ideas and good views on things. But unfortunately, we need to get stronger as Republicans, and the whole party needs to rethink how we're going to deliver for the people, because we underestimate the other side. They are very agile. They're very corrupt. They're accumulating a lot of money, and they have a strategy to destroy and it's a very very effective I mean I'll have to tell you they're brilliant in what they do you need to recognize your position so our party needs to get our act together and it will not be just Speaker Johnson but we ultimately need to rethink at the party because I'm not sure if this year in Congress now is going to be as effective as it should have But, uh, you know, I have to give you, know, I am disappointed with many decisions that Mike recently did, our speaker. I understand that he was put in a tough situation and he's really not used to fight with the Senate. And Chuck Schumer, he has a lot of money and a lot and a lot of Republicans in the Senate the same way. So it's not just Democrats. You know, we push on them a little bit and not a little lot to hold the ground on the border. And they just cut in deals instead of bringing good legislation And unfortunately, they're not willing to hold the ground with us. So we'll have to figure out how to do. And we probably need to have much fresher leaders in Washington, D.C., but also I hope we will have presidents, you know, who is willing to fight for the people.
0: Do you have somebody in mind that you'd like to see run for speaker?
2: Oh, listen! It's going to be a big discussion. You know, I think we have some good people over there that you know don't want to take this position. And sometimes you probably want to have people that do not want positions to be in positions, not like their ambition all their life to be a speaker and making deals and four corner deals. I don't understand how that works. Where the speaker of the house, you know, that's how they make deals. Four of them meet. And they decided, you know, now Chuck Schumer and Jeffries vote, and Mitch McConnell is pretty much a Democrat now, and they overrule the Speaker. And I say, how could that be? If you are the third most powerful person in the country, and your vote matters as much as Jeffries', so why are you the Speaker then? I think we, that is the culture of Washington D.C. a mentality that needs to get out of the head, but of the, a lot of people. But unfortunately, the muscle memory is very strong. We changed a lot of rules. I fought enormously to change the rules. That's why we were able to push Speaker McCarthy to do something. Well, now, you know, Speaker Johnson, he suspends the rules. You know, when you suspend the rules, you know, it takes two thirds. So he's cutting deal with Democrats. That is not acceptable. We cannot govern that way
0: talking to congresswoman victoria sparts of the indiana fifth district who has made the decision that she will run again for re-election uh this you, you have had people jump into this race you've had chuck goodrich a, a business owner in, in the area who can self-fund you had max ingling get into this race you did member services with uh, speaker uh, kevin mccarthy young man with a with a lot of talent. Um, You had a chance to keep everybody out. Now you've got people in. You've got competition. How do you now sell this to the people of the 5th District, full disclosure, my district, uh, that uh, this decision um, should not be met with uh, derision but rather with uh, joy?
2: Well listen, competition is always good, and competition is always makes a strong choice, you know, and people will have an ability to decide you know where you know, and that that's you know like a lot of people are afraid actually, it's good to debate to deliberate, and people will decide who will represent them better, and they have a track record, I have a track record, I can tell you one saying that. You know, I, it's a great honor, huge responsibility. If I have the honor to represent people again, I'm going to fight very hard, and I'm going to win for them. But ultimately, that's not up to me. I always say the people and God decide, and I will follow their decisions, you know. But I had a lot of town halls and had a lot of people upset you know, that this is a very challenging time for our republic and I cannot abandon them. And I understand that my duty to the Republic in this time probably more important. And if people are willing, you know, for me to fight for them, you know, they will have me there. If not, they will have someone else. That's what elections are and that's why elections should be. We should have more competitions. Not like we have now King, like they have a king biden now that they've already half a dad and they still want to have him who is not even able to think and govern the country we should not have that we need to have fresh people fresh ideas so i'm not afraid I and mean, it's good to have choice so i think it's good and people will have to decide
0: congresswoman victoria sparts running for reelection in the fifth district of indiana i appreciate uh you saying it here i know you'll be following this week we will keep up with you and the conversations congresswoman victoria sparts uh, thank
1: life is so much more than a diagnosis it's about sharing time with those you love hanging with friends who lift you up and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy all hits no skips
0: So that's that. Sparks is running for re-election. So now, see, so uh, I assume that I'm going to hear a statement from uh, Chuck Goodrich in the fifth district from Max Engling. Um, uh, reach out. I'll, I'll get. I'll get you guys on tomorrow with reaction. Because Victoria Sparks said she wasn't running. I didn't even get to ask her about that. Because the conversation was are uh, kids. There's a family. And now she's like, the country's in too bad a shape. These Republicans aren't serious. I got to, I have to stay. Ho, ho, ho. I'm sorry. Indiana politics this year, this is excellent. You've got a race in in, in the sixth for Greg Pence's spot. You have a race in the eighth for Larry Bouchon's spot. You have a race in the third for Jim Banks' spot. Jim Banks running for senate you might have a race there depending on what the democrats do you've got the all the republicans running for uh, the governor's race and then you've got that general election oh there's a lot there is a lot that is happening Victoria Spartz running for re-election I I honestly don't know how the fifth is gonna see it. I, I don't know whether they're gonna be like, good. Like I've gotten text messages that are like this is excellent. And other messages that I'm not voting for. I don't I don't know. I don't know how this is gonna play out. This could get fascinating. And remember, Goodrich, Goodrich has the money to make this competitive. Max Ingling, Max Engling is a young, young dude and, and can make a, a a make his own play, and you've got other people who are in this race who have filed. I don't know if people are going to now leave. We will see.